Hello, 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 and welcome back to episode five of the Great Unknown Audio Show with me, Maxim Jennings, and my traveling companion and longtime friend, Nikolai Brown. Nick, how are we doing? He's an owl. And so, this day brings the end to our adventure in New Delhi and to new beginnings. So we thought before we kick off the main events, uh, we'd do a little review on the last four days in Delhi. Some tremendous experiences. The most bombastic city I've ever been to. And some highs, not many lows, but uh, still some critiques that we'd like to uh, mm. share with you. So I guess first of all, let's start with the bad things. Yeah, let's start with the cons. Nick, do you want to start uh, off? Yeah, um, well, the air was filthy. Um, I've never experienced air pollution on such a scale. Um, it actually affected the weather. Like you couldn't even see the sun most days. Yeah, we um, called it a smog set when it got to that time where the sun should be um, setting. And it was just blocked by the smog altogether. I think you said, what was it, 23 times the amount of particulates for a city recommended by... The World Health Organization, yeah. yes. No, thank you. Um, no, thank you. Uh, but Sorry, not only um, that, we're all good, the streets were quite dirty. Thank you very much. No, um, thank you. A lot of litter. There's not really much of a uh, almost got run over. A cleanup operation provided by the city council, um, and there are also just random cows walking about on the streets, which <laughs> didn't really make much sense. Um, amongst horses and donkeys and, and the odd chicken, so I think it was a massive culture shock. Yeah. As soon as, soon as we got out of the station, of the first place, um, instantly bombarded by people, which was. Um, it wasn't really a shock to us, but I think just... That was expected. Yeah. It was but the, the rat coming out of the bin outside the <laughs> restaurant was not expected. Our first night at Karim's, uh, right next to the world's biggest spice market, I had just gone to the toilet. We'd had a really nice meal. It was recommended by one of the guys at the hostel, Abdul, who we'll get to. Um, and as soon as I walk in, oh, thank you. All good, thank you. So as soon as, we, as, soon as I go to the toilet, Nick's starts banging on the door. The toilet, which is two urinals, pretty dirty outside, starts banging on the door. He's like, look out here, look out here. And as soon as uh, boss man comes over, tries to clean the rubbish up, there's just a rat pops out of nowhere. And it's just at the bottom of the bin bag. As soon as everyone sees it, they're like, ha, 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 ha. Absolute carnage <laughs> race out. One man with a pole comes in, starts whacking it in the head. Um, Barbaric, to say the least. Yeah. Um, and as soon as it was, as soon as it was kind of paralysed and knocked out and started twitching, another man comes along and boots it down the down the corridor of the uh, of the courtyard. I think Peter Schmeichel would have been proud of that kick. It was a heavy hit to the blow, and that rat was not getting up again after yeah. that. So that was a bit of a downside. I think we should probably get to some of the pros then, so we don't act too cynical in the uh, regular British manner that mm. is known amongst tourists from our country. So, the pros, I mean, let's get to the hostel. Backpackers Hostel in... Hindustan. Backpackers Hindustan. Hindustan. Yeah, hostel. Backpackers Hindustan. When we arrived, uh, the neighbourhood we'd gone through before was slightly frightening, to be honest. A few tight, too, few tight alleyways um, and a car which had to take a very meticulous procedure to get out. <laughs> Tuk-tuk's going, coming through you left, right and centre. All a bit of a a whirlwind experience, but as soon as we got to the hostel, it, we felt pretty comfortable. Apart from the first thing the guy on the reception told us was, okay, sir, 
here are top 14 scammers in the area. Here is the website, I show you the scammers, and we go through them. If someone tells you that the road is closed, it's a scam. don't listen to them. It's a scam, it's a scam. If someone offers you a tuk-tuk dry at the station, don't take it, it's a scam, it's a scam. And that went on and on um, until we were given our room before the time where uh, we were expecting it. We, were, we arrived at about half past 11 and the room was available from one. The room itself was an eight-man hostel room, which I know is going to sound uh, terrible for some of you listening. You can't imagine eight people, let alone eight big sweaty blokes in one room. The room was probably the same size as a, a single room at uni. I'd say five metres by three metres. Yeah. Had an ensuite shower. The hot water did work, but you had to ask uh, and wait 15 minutes in advance at reception for the hot water to turn on. But when it did turn on, it stayed on for quite a long time, which is always a bonus. But it was too small. The room was way too small. We paid £6.50 a night, which, well, we'll it will be yet to see how that differs from other places in the country and whether that was a good deal or not. Seemed like a pretty good deal to us compared to uh, other hostels we've been to in the past. But altogether, really too small. Uh, The bunk beds took, there were four sets of bunk beds. They all took up too much room. Um, The Wi-Fi wasn't great in our room, which is a big factor for us Westerners, as, uh, well, I certainly like to go to sleep to some sort of video, which is really bad, but it's a necessity at this point. Can I just guide us to the positives of Delhi? Yeah, yeah, sorry. (laughs) Uh, And then, well, one of the, the biggest positive, I think, is the staff there. Oh, very helpful. As soon as we Shout arrived, out to my man Abdul. Yeah. As soon as we arrived, we met Abdul, who first of all sort us up with, sourced us out with a SIM card. Um, pretty good deal. I think we paid a fiver for it. Yeah. Gives you 1.5 gig a day, which is absolutely fantastic. Calls. Unlimited, unlimited calls. Your own personalised Indian number. Oh, yeah. I find that fantastic. Um, physical SIM card, so you have, you have to take the other one out and look after it, but all in all, a pretty good deal in our opinion. And then, not only was Abdul a great chatter, he was a pretty decent salesman oh, to us as well. Oh, very good salesman. And this was the first time really Nick and I had felt, felt sold on a, on a deal yeah. by um, an entrepreneur of a country we were travelling to. Yeah. Because so, I am one of the most sceptical people on this earth. Very true. So in theory, Abdul has sorted us uh, for the next two weeks of our trip. It's the first time we've ever done anything pre-organised, really, other than a t- few days before, which we think we got great value for money. It came to around 600 pounds. We're going through Agra, uh, the whole of Rajasthan, pretty much. Mm. Uh, we're going to Rantambur National Park, which is mainly a tiger sanctuary. We have a ticket involved to the Taj Mahal. We also have, no thank you. We also have a ticket involved to the sanctuary with a night staying in the sanctuary. Hotels and transport has all been booked. Sleeper trains of a relatively decent class, we believe, if they go ahead. And as far as I'm aware, breakfast is included. Yes, which is very important for Nick. Every time we go on Hostel World, Nick always puts uh, breakfast included as the first option to see what the cheapest price is. And if it's a good rating, then he's sold and we're going to be booking that one straight away. And then finally, we've got a a night in the desert in Cheselmere. 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 Sorry, no. Cheselmere. Jezza. (laughs) Jezza Clarkson Mere. Um, so yeah, all in all, we think it's a pretty good deal. Six hundred pounds for fourteen nights. No organisation needed. No, thank you. We're all good. Thank you. Red wine, white wine, gin, tonic, cold beer. I'm all right. Thank all good. You. Thank you. 
So no organisation really needed. We've got our own personal driver for the next seven days. Yeah. No, thank you. I'm good, thank you. All good, thank, thank you. So um, we've got our own personal driver for the next seven days by the name of Sonu. Big up, Sonu. No, thank you. All good. So all in all, like I was saying, a, pre a pretty, a pretty good deal. I think. If you're comparing that to what we would have been paying in South America for something like that in, in Peru, so to speak, or Argentina, you're, you're paying at least time and a half, double the price uh, for something like that. Oh, yeah. $800. Yeah, maybe. No, thank you. And we have communication with Abel the whole time. Um, and he is a very attentive person. He makes sure that every day we're okay. We spent four nights at the hostel before going on the trip. So we don't think it's a, a bad idea, so to speak. We've just got two men squabbling over there. It seems to be some sort of laugh and joke. But there's a horse on a carriage with loads of uh, decorations covered in it. Absolutely fantastic. So, hotel all in all. Um, staff, facilities not great. Staff really good, really attentive. Um, Out of 10? I'm going to give it an 8, I think. 7.5. Yeah. So that's our review in brief of Delhi. Obviously, we've said more about it in previous episodes and places we've been to, such as Haman's Tomb and the Red Fort uh, Tourism of India expedition. But just a final word. Yeah. If you're looking for absolute craziness, just bedlam, carnage, yeah. you want to go to Delhi. It really it's is. Got it all, it's, it's got it all. It is true to itself and it is absolutely crazy. Um, we wouldn't recommend it to first-time travellers, someone who's looking for a kind of luxurious travel, probably not for you. Nothing luxurious about Delhi. No, there are other places in India which we will be soon to be visiting, which I'm sure will be um, more up your street. Following Delhi, we have now arrived in Agra, about three and a half hours south southeast yeah. of the city. Uh, it's on a lower scale on the smog pollution radar, but still, still smog amber, still very amber, nowhere near yellow. Um, Visibility is not great, but it is home to one of the seven wonders of the world and one of the most amazing forts you'll probably ever see. So we'll give you a little review of the day. We started off by meeting our driver for the next seven days, Sonu, a lovely man who picked us up at 8 o'clock in the morning. The trip to Agra took about three and a half hours. No, thank you. Lovely though. Uh, the trip itself took good, about three and a half hours oh, good. to get to Agra. In that time, there was some absolutely horrendous displays of driving. The motorways basically had three lanes and then a really wide, hard shoulder, which was almost used as a means of undertaking I mean, absolutely anything. There was an undertaken lane and an overtaken lane, and the two lanes in the middle were you could just follow the line. You didn't have to actually sit in the lane. You could just go over the line. As long as your car was moving and you were on the road, no one really cared. There was no real form of traffic police other than the toll roads. So following arrival in Agra. Uh, we arrived at our hostel called the Taj Hajrab. I have no idea. I think it'd be starting with Taj. Uh, it's literally about two kilometers away from the Taj Mahal. Our room is really nice. We've got a double bed to snuggle up together. Fucking brilliant. Excuse my language, sorry. <laughs> Makes very much excited for tonight, as am I. This is one of the, uh, one of the hotels, by the way, that is included in our um, our tour, 14-day extravaganza. So we didn't have to pay anything when we arrived, which is always good. 
always good to have things prepaid. It makes you feel so much better about yourself. And we had to unpack a bit. Shower works. It's more of a wet room than a shower. There was a bucket in there, which I'm thinking if the hot water runs out, then you pour the water into the bucket and then just chuck it over your head. It does the same job. Yeah, it does, it does exactly the same job. So we were then picked up uh, by our driver again, who took us to the Red Fort, or the Mini Taj, he called it. Um, the Red Fort in Agra is supposedly meant to be more of a spectacle than the Red Fort in Delhi, and we definitely agreed. Mm. Unfortunately, I was not allowed to record any sound inside. And then when he opened up the bag, I've got all my sound equipment in a travel box. And when you open it up, a bunch of red, red lights start flashing everywhere. And he must have assumed that I was carrying a bomb or something. Because proximity looked, mine. Yeah, proximity mine, because he looked at me and he went, what is this? I said, it's just some microphones. So the Red, red Force itself, I thought was really impressive. Mm. Very red, surprisingly. It, we were reading it and they were saying that the British had come and knocked lots of it down uh, 200 or so years ago. To build some barracks. Yeah, to build some barracks for some soldiers. Barracks. Which is a, a classic British thing to do to not really appreciate uh -huh. uh, foreign architecture and use it for their own gains. But they managed to restore lots of it. Um, it looks like something out of a Game of Thrones there. Yeah, but a very impressive sculpt, uh, piece of architecture. 600 rupees to get in, so it's about six pound, which for something which is as highly celebrated uh, as the Red Fort, bit of a bargain, really. Getting in, we were told to be aware of scammer tour guides who weren't wearing their tour guide lanyards and were just trying to take your money before you got in. Always something to take note of. Seems to happen in the majority of these places. Three uh, hour queues, remember? Three hour yeah, queues. Yeah, it's crazy. We had to wait a little time to get in, but other than that, it was. Not three hours. It was okay. Yeah. And then following that, we decided we were going to do the main event all in one day. We've only got one day in Agra, so we wanted to uh, see the Taj Mahal and, and hope that they had. Uh, that the, su the sun was setting. Unfortunately, that wasn't the case. Um, part of our tour included entry into the Taj. Do you know where we're going? Yeah, it's just straight down this road, and I think we're turning. We meant to turn right back there. No, it's still down here, I think. Have you got the Google Maps? I don't know, mate. <laughs> okay, we have a 10-minute walk back to the Taj Haveli Hotel. We overshot it quite a bit, by the way. Really? Yeah. Half a mile. So, back to the Taj. The Taj Mahal is an absolute spectacle. It is a must-see. No matter where you're from. Sorry, sorry, crossing the road. It's gonna, it's gonna go. cut you up. It's gonna go.